what is up what is up it is your girl aesthetically dope and in today's podcast we're gonna talk about some creative stuff i did (laughs) this week while having the covid and then we're gonna talk about the covid not really actually i already talked about the covid so (sighs) let me get right so as y'all know I had the COVID and I have to wait to get a test again so that I can go back to work in my physical office that I don't want to be at any fucking way because I'm pretty sure I got the COVID from those assholes because ain't nobody in my household got no COVID and ain't see nobody else. I don't go nowhere any goddamn waste. I'm blaming them. I can't sue them because they're my employer as I digress. Oh, I got yaws, y'all. Excuse me. I've been up for a while, but I've just been busy. <laughs> so let's go ahead and uh, get on with the get on. We're just going to talk about the creative shit I did this week because that's kind of what I feel like talking about. Um, any lessons I learned this week? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm kidding. And there is, I'm sure there's a lesson somewhere to be learned. Um, actually, I know I got a few lessons to be learned, but we're, we ain't going to talk about that right now. Let's go. All right. So creativity, I guess I could talk about what I've learned this week. Because there is a lesson to be learned. At first, I didn't think there was. But now I think I know what that lesson is. Uh, but let's get on into it. So I've been on a SpongeBob at night kick. <laughs> Meaning I just throw on Amazon Prime and put on freaking SpongeBob. And I watched a little yellow dude be extremely optimistic about life. You know, even when he ain't got shit to be optimistic about. SpongeBob is just an optimistic dude. Oh, goodness. So, anywho, SpongeBob is everybody's cheerleader. They just don't know it yet. Um, so I was looking for for the winter. I'm trying to see what I what I want to be rocking this year before the dirty thirty. And the one of the things is I have a lot of um long sleeve shirts like I love long sleeve shirts I don't wear them now even though I probably should um I actually wear um sleeve inserts in summer that are cooling because Florida (laughs) and it's hot um but generally speaking I wear long sleeve shirts or a sweater I got honestly my wardrobe is not fitted for Florida it is definitely fitted for (laughs) somewhere else and i pretty much have been in Florida 99% of my life okay 99.98% of my life (laughs) when we count in that short stint in Virginia um and maybe some travel here and there so anywho I've been uh looking at a lot of the riot society shirts for those of you not familiar with riot society it's um kind of a t-shirt company and they have a lot of long sleeve shirts um a lot of them are really creative um 
highly colorful like they have this pink flamingo one with um i um some japanese writing on the side like on the back side but like i don't know what it says because <laughs> you could say something totally different um but it's really cool i can dig it and i love their style so for that reason I went looking for a Spongebob shirt and I specifically looked at them and then I was like, okay, they don't have one um, because I want it to be long sleeve and then I want there to be some um, writing or characters written on the sleeve, you know, they don't exist. I was like, okay. I looked everywhere. I scowled the internet. The ones I did find were like, um, like printed scenes or whatever from Spongebob, but not, not good. And then, yeah, I looked at the ones that Vans have. Um, and they were, honestly, they just weren't what I was looking for. I want something that's going to be long sleeve and preferably blush pink. Trying to find a hoodie, all of that. Could not find. So, you know what you do when you can't find something that you really want? You make it. You design it. So I did. <laughs> um, I have spent the last few days and it went from just me designing stuff for SpongeBob to other Nickelodeon characters of shows that I liked um, growing up as a kid. So I've done Hey Arnold, who, by the way, has green eyes. <laughs> so my baby, what I did was everything is baby themed. I don't have kids. I just like little baby versions of cartoon characters. So I have a baby version of, of SpongeBob, a baby version of Hey Arnold. Um, and then I'm going to do Rick and Morty. Um, also do it. Oh, side note. <laughs> I got black baby Rick, um, black baby Morty, and it's going to be black baby Rick too. That's right. That's right. You heard me black baby Rick and Morty. <laughs> so I'm excited about those. <clears throat> and the way the design works on them is you have these long sleeves, um, blush pink for SpongeBob. And then the center, you have baby SpongeBob. And then right under it is the, uh, what is the actual term for the Japanese script? Because I feel like that's not correct. Like you have a specific term for writing in the native language versus in the English language ver variant. So I feel like I can, <laughs> I'm going to look it up because I don't want to say it wrong. <laughs> um, so yeah, I know in Korean it's, it's Hangugo when you're writing in like the actual script uh, anyways so I have that for Spongebob and then on his sleeves actually on the sleeves it's like um a rubber ducky a baby pacifier a rattle um I think there's uh even a bottle like I don't have the image in front of me because there's a few of them I've made <clears throat> sorry I've made a few variants and I've been checking them out I love them I even made little socks little high top shoes um Chuck Taylors right now for Hey Arnold and I cannot like I love them so much 
problem is I can't sell them. <laughs> um, I would love to be able to sell them. Um, I will, you know, you guys will be able to see the graphics for them on my website on Aesthetically Dope. Um, so these are, they're going to be the product markups, but I can't actually sell them because in order to sell something like a character, you, I remember I'm a business student. Um, I am not trying to get sued by anyone Viacom, somebody from there listening. Listen, I just want to talk. <laughs> it is so hard to get in contact with someone there so that I can, um, get explicit permission to be able to at least sell my design um but i only want the baby characters i don't want to do like a full spongebob but i want it to be nickelodeon branded like i don't want to sell a knockoff of a product i also don't want to be sued so i don't know how a lot of these companies are selling things like i know vans okay they clearly is vans they're a large company they took the time out. <clears throat> Sorry. They took the time out to have um, a, a copyright or a trade right agreement with Viacom for these characters. Because Vi for those who do not know, Viacom owns Nickelodeon. So you wouldn't necessarily go to Nickelodeon. You would go to Viacom. And even though these are not the specific characters... The word Spongebob is trademarked. His little yellow character is trademarked, even though it's not explicitly the same Spongebob that is shown. It's the fact that when you look at it, you know exactly who it is, even though it's written in the, <laughs> I gotta look this up, the Japanese characters for Spongebob, it's still Spongebob. <laughs> so I don't know I've been dealing with trying to figure out who the hell I contact because I like them and I want to get them I would love to sell them um I don't want to do a cheap ass screen print and that's the thing so if if I put my designs online it is sorry there's a high probability that they would get stolen um, and some company that maybe doesn't give a crap, um, maybe some, some knockoff company decides, oh, we really like that design. Let's steal it. And they don't care about the repercussions. They're going to make their stack and keep on going. Well, I live in the U S <laughs> where I know that I can't be doing that. I'm, I'm brown. I can't be caught slipping. So I ain't going to do it. I don't want to cease and desist letter thrown in my face so I can't just market something as a character without there being repercussions and anytime you make a design that too like how the fuck did they get away people get away with making the fucking the hood spongebob you know the little gangster spo <laughs> gangster spongebob like who the fuck designed that and how did they not get in trouble <laughs> so I don't know. That's a, I guess it's a different kind of question, but I digress. Either way, either way, I just, <laughs> I want to be safe. But like I said, feel free to check out 
the design on my website. It's just they are not for sale. Um, if you if you find my design being sold anywhere, please tell me. Please tell me because just like Viacom sue, I sue. Okay, I sue, and I sue based on the fact that you stole my design, and you decided to sell it. And I'll shit, I'll sue anybody. <laughs> I'll sue anybody who even has the rights to sell SpongeBob merchandise. And the reason being is just because you have the right to sell the merchandise doesn't mean you have the right to still sell a stolen design. So how about you stop doing what you're doing and give my little SpongeBob back? Cause mm. anyways, I need to find permission. <laughs> so if anybody has any ideas how to get the permission, let me know. Now, kind of on the same topic, but moving on, we're going to talk about how I stay creative. Um, and I mean, everyone who's listened to me before knows these things about me, but I never give a full overview of my process of how I stay so involved in absolutely everything that I do. So let's just talk about that. All right. So how do I stay so involved in everything I do? Um, Like I said, I think I said this before. I don't have children, so I don't have anyone that depends on me and needs me to give them focus. What I'm focused on is myself and ensuring that, um, that, oops, sorry, if myself and ensuring that I am able to have time to do the things that I want to do out of life. So how do I have time to do all these designs and mock-ups? And honestly, what it comes down to is time management. And y'all can, you know, you listen because it's kind of interesting. But at the same time, let's talk about that time management skill and why you should not nah, fuck that. Listen, let's just talk about the way I do time management skills. You do what you want. <laughs> I usually I hate videos that tell me what I should and should not do. Well, podcast too. The thing is, if you want to have time and freedom in life, you need to create a structure. So what let's say this is a typical day before COVID let's talk about pre-COVID how I stayed actively busy in the things I was doing pre-COVID um pre-COVID okay so wake up it's a Monday let's start with a Monday wake up it's a Monday morning I am getting up at seven o'clock and I get to work well, I get dressed and I get to work by uh, 8.30. Now, my office doors, I don't allow to be opened until 9. By 8.30, I'm just taking a moment to chill and drink some coffee. And I literally mean, I don't give a shit if you're waiting in the parking lot because you have something you need to give to me. You will wait. You will wait. Because this is the time that I have designated for me and I've done this I have closed the door and say come back when it's nine and people are like well how can you motherfucker if somebody shows up early 
and you know it doesn't open till nine o'clock, maybe think to yourself, if you didn't contact them beforehand to get express permission of this, don't do it. And if you want to come to me and have a long conversation, long talk, it's not happening. Now, if you greet me at the door and you're like, hey, I just need to give this to you. I'm like, okay, cool. But if you, if I'm already in the door, I close and lock the door and you come in there with that bullshit. I'm sorry. My my office door is closed. <laughs> come back at nine. So anyways, nine o'clock. That's when I'll unlock my door. And more than likely, nobody's bothering me. Okay, so from 9 a.m. until about, I want to say, 11, I am doing work. I am focused on my task at my job. And usually by that time, done. Everything I've needed to do for the day is done. It takes me about an hour, an hour and a half to do work for my day job um and that is because of how i've set my time management up on pause on the time net management for monday i started to create processes when i started my day job not to build my life around my day job but to build my day job around my life people are doing it wrong so remember that build your job around your life not the other way around Stop accommodating shit you don't really want to do. Um, so on the 1st and the 15th of every single month, I have designated website updates. And this is specific to updating um, my day job websites, or I should say website at the time it was just one. Any social media postings I had already um, set up. As in, if this, then that, because I've already had the schedules for everything. And every time, once a year, I'll get the schedule for everyone. And then I will put those on our public calendars. And the public calendar that syncs to our website also syncs to our Facebook. And it shows up as a Facebook post so that I don't have to go in and post Facebook shit. (laughs) it makes it so much easier so um it looks as though i am doing a bunch of different things all at once but what it is is just me being good at my job and setting up automations that attribute to more time for me to do the shit that i actually want to do so now you know on the first and 15th website updates also on the first and the 15th um those are my busiest days After the website updates, if there are any website updates, because nine times out of ten, there are not. um, I send out a monthly communication. Monthly communications. Hmm. Those are done once a month on the last day of the previous month or the first day of the new month. It just depended which one fell on the weekends and which one didn't because I refused at the time to do anything on the weekends. Um, I am a salaried employee, but I was in the office way longer than I should be. So if something didn't get done, it wasn't going to be done because they don't pay me enough to, to do anything on my day off. Like they generally just do not. Okay. So moving on first 15th, all the work stuff required, I take care of. 
Then I have entities that I need to entertain or provide information to. And so in order for me to entertain and provide information to them, I have to make sure that I am accurately um, keeping track of information. So on the 15th of the month, I also do my uh, um, file purge every five years is our retention policy. So I have five years, I count, I have a calendar that comes back and any file that I have that is five years behind the last action in the file, then I shred it. It's just that simple. All right. So after that, then that's how I do my work stuff. That's pretty much my work stuff right there. Pre-COVID. So what to do with the remaining time throughout the days? <laughs> well, I used to do YouTube videos literally at my desk in my office. Now I don't do it. I don't, I don't care to do it. It's my office. But if I have to be there and that's where I'm at, that's what's going to happen because that's what the, the time I have allotted to do those things are. Um, school. If I had school, I did school at work. Because sometimes I just would not have time to go home, work out, cook dinner, wash up. Like, especially if I'm getting off and leaving my office at seven o'clock, you know, but just to wake up again at seven o'clock in the morning because I left the office at seven. Now I have to go work out, work out freaking until something. Well, I left at six, but anyways, work out until some whatever, whatever time, an hour, usually come home, wash up, make dinner. It was always a trek. And sometimes I wouldn't just make dinner. I would do dinners, um, meal prep on Sundays. And that made my life so much easier just to do meal prep on Sundays so that I knew what I was eating for the week. And my salads that I ate in the office, I would also do on Sundays. So Sunday, um, so that would pretty much be a typical day and I really didn't have as much control as I do now now here's a kicker nothing's changed yet I have found that I have more time to do things well I completed my degree um while the COVID was it was less last year but um last year when we weren't required to be in the office I just spent more time focusing on school. And so I was able to take take more classes and finish my degree faster. So it took a year and a half and boom, I was done. Um, it's, it's much harder now because I have to be in the office and I still have, now I have my photography business, which I started it during... I started it before COVID, uh, but I wasn't really fully invested in it now, now that I am now. So now I have to have my calendars sync so that I know when I'm going to be doing what, where. Um, the one thing I've started to not give my job is my weekends. If you're going to take a weekend day away from me, I'm going to take a weekday away from you. Because my life does not revolve around <laughs> this job. 
Jobs are literally a dime a dozen. They come and they go. And I have had 14 of them because of my, I've quit all of them. Well, I fired, got fired for my first job. After two years, I just, I quit. Just put it that way because I stopped showing up anyway. Um, But it it was what it was. Like, I just, <sighs> when I feel that I haven't learned enough or I'm done learning something, I got to go. But in my present job, I'm always learning something new. And as long as they continue to give me the freedom that I have, I will not have any problems doing my job. I don't have any problems doing my job. I can do my job in my sleep. The problem is they think that they're going to find somebody else to do the things that I do. But it doesn't work that way. It really doesn't work that way. Like, okay, so now I have two websites that they expect me to give two craps about. I don't. Um, I care about the clients that I do as a part of my my personal business but the one my day job i'm an admin and as an it's literally written on my paycheck as an administrative assistant not an it support professional not a technical shit nothing nothing that has to do with my degree or or my certifications the fact that i'm doing any of these things is because i said yes i will but now I say a lot more, no, 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 I won't. So when I did the, um, the parent company's website beforehand, I had already said that I didn't want to do it. I don't remember saying to them that I was agreeing to do it. I certainly don't remember saying to them that, yeah, absolutely. This is going to be a part of my job repertoire again. I, I didn't. As a matter of fact, I remember about a year or two or a year after I started and after I had launched their my training department's website, I looked at their website and I was like, oh, terrible. And I was like, well, not my problem. I said to them, listen, have the person who does this website fix it. I mean, it's not good. And that was what it was. And so it is not my responsibility to maintain websites. But again, I had to learn to maintain websites. I had to learn to to, to do a bunch of shit that I really didn't want to do, which was just taking away from my time management. So now the best way I manage my time is to say no. No, I will not do this. And no, I will not do that. Like, I just don't want to. Oh, that's so great. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> one of my friends just had their baby and they named her Kelsey. And I find that funny because my name is Chelsea and my boyfriend's name is Keith. And I said to him, I said, her name is Kelsey, like Keith and Chelsea. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh, that is so cute. Yeah, oh, many blessings to them. 
she's cute anyways yeah i got sidetracked real quick uh, yeah there we go anywho so i just stopped giving my job unnecessary time because time is the only thing you can't get back um you can give it you can give your time but you cannot get it back so i've come to learn and understand that every bit of time that i put in myself i i get back in understanding but every bit of time i put in a company or an organization i ain't gonna get that time back i'm not i'm gonna do my best while i am you know employed somewhere absolutely always will but it becomes when it it starts to feel more like i'm being mandated to do something i don't i don't like that and people are gonna say oh that's a little entitled you know you're being a millennial well first of fucking all we woke up and realized nine to five every day not including driving is no longer acceptable because we will never progress as long as we prescribe to this nonsense. So there you have it. All right, so now it's time for the wrap up. What did I learn this week? Well, I learned that I'm right in not wanting to go back to the goddamn office because they got COVID over there. But no, seriously, I learned that I still have all the power when it comes to my life. If I don't like something, I don't have to deal with it. And honestly, if it continues to feel like I'm being forced to do things that I genuinely don't want to do, especially when it comes to my work, then I won't do it. And I think the more people take a stance in their life and actually have a grasp on who they are and the goals that they want to pursue, not just monetarily. Like, it's so easy to say, I need to get money. Every company you work for will provide you some form of money. You will get paid. Everybody working getting paid. <laughs> um, but just remember, you you don't have to put up with bullshit and so that's the lesson i learned i guess i don't fucking know it's sunday <laughs> as always guys laters i'm telling that y'all know that's the hit right there y'all know that's the hit right there